Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys, man. We're in chapter 8 already. What an amazing time we're going to have in Revelation. We started off with the book of Revelation where John is he's on the island of Patmos. He's been, uh, you know, banished to the island for a, uh, you know, persecution event. And we see in chapter 5 where the seal was being opened, we can see now in chapter 8, where it picks up what's an amazing thing is the sealed scroll was introduced in Revelation chapter 5 Revelation and the seals were opened one by one to the sixth seal in Revelation 6 so we waited for the last seal to be opened and the contents of the scroll to be revealed but then we're given a pause with Revelation 7 now that was the revealing of the 144,000 and the great multitude out of the great tribulation but now the idea of a pause between the sixth and the seventh seals emphasized, emphasized by this silence in heaven for about a half an hour. Okay? This is the silence, the radical silence. It's striking because, let's, let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for this day. Lord, we ask that you bless this study in your name, Jesus. Amen. Listen. Chapter 8 is a radical chapter of seven seals. It preludes to the seven trumpets. But like I said, chapter 5 opens up that beginning again where we were. And we see, so we see the silence. It's, it's crazy because we're going to see the silence because of the saints, of the martyrs. They're going to be silent so that they can hear the prayers of the saints. Listen, the silence is striking Believers, some have seen it as a, bra a breathing space or that the angels are silent so the prayers of the saints can be heard. You know, that's it's amazing because it talks about the martyrs in Revelation chapter 6 through 9. We talked about that. And so, believers, listen, John is on the island, man, and he's he's having a good time. You know, he is. I mean, it's it's this is amazing revelation because God is definitely on the throne. And he knows exactly what our needs and our wants are. But we see Revelation chapter 8. that, And we're going to recap. Last week was amazing because we talked about the multitude from the great tribulation. And, and, and we talked about the, the uh, Judah and, and, the, and the different tribes of, of Reuben and Joseph. And, uh, you know, Manasseh. And here we see the blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might and how God is going to be blessed forever and ever and amen and so we see the elders that were there last last week we talked about but the most important thing was the sealed of Israel and how God has a perfect plan in the end for the Jewish state of Israel and we can see how God, his hand, is upon Israel, even as we speak right now. Amazing. Man, I'm excited, guys. And in, even in the, we see in chapter 7, we see the actual holding back of God's judgment upon the earth until, you know, everything's sealed up and ready to go. We see the sixth seal, which was the cosmic, cosmic disturbances in the beginning in chapter 6. I'm sorry, in seven, it talks about the four angels standing at the four corners 
of the earth, and they're holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth or on the sea. God's judgment is being held back. And we see that today. We see what's going on with the whole uh, world. It's becoming more uglier. It's becoming more nastier. We see the wars. We see the rumors of wars. We see Matthew chapter 24. We can see what's going on. Believers, open your eyes. This is the time to get out and start witnessing, man. We're living in the last days. I mean, for another country to go out and wipe out another nation and just try to destroy the children and the women and the men. Wow, we could see the actual Bible opening as we speak. Revelation is here. We're living it. It's happening. Believers, this is exciting. It's crazy, man. Every time you go outside, there's something new. Something's changing. Something's happening fast. Believers, listen. Turn the news on. You're like, I don't want to hear the news. It's negative. No, listen. Things are happening fast, and the Bible is opening up right before your very own eyes. This is it. You know, I thought to myself, I'm never going to preach Revelation because... I don't really, you know, when I first got saved, it's not really pertains to the Bible and blah, blah, blah. Then I started to study in college and then I started to open my eyes and God started opening my eyes. I started to see the spiritual side of things and how Satan wants to try to destroy our children with false propaganda and false narratives on the news and on TV and through cartoons and through the internet and through everything that he can get his freaking nasty, evil, demonic thing in he's trying he's really trying to destroy our children why because he wants us believers to be distracted so that our next generations and next generation of children cannot continue in the faith that's what he's trying to do believers listen it's happening it's there pay attention revelation is real it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's prophecy. God used the angels to show John on the island of Patmos, this is what's going to happen in the future to your children. This is what's going to happen in the future of your world. This is what's going to happen to the future of your country. Israel's going to be sealed. There's going to be a remnant of 144,000 believers. They're going to come to know Jesus Christ. They're going to be left behind, sadly, to help out the believers and non-believers, actually the, non, the, the non-believers, because the believers, true believers, will be caught up, like it says in Revelation chapter 4, when it says, John said, I saw the doors open and the heavens open. That is a harpazo at, for being received up, like it says in Second Thessalonians, to be caught up in the twinkling of an eye. I believe in the rapture. This is what's going to happen. Believers, listen, we're living in some exciting times, man, and I'm excited. We saw the third seal, the scarcity on earth. We're going to see that. They're going to see the second seal, which is the conflict. There it is. I mean, look. I mean, I, I mean, it's going to be real bad. Last week, we talked about Revelation chapter 5 and 6, and we talked about the third seal, the second seal. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see another horse, fiery red, went out. We talked about the different horses, the colors, the meaning the real white horse is in Revelation 19. Jesus Christ. 
believers. Chapter 7 was the seal of Israel and the wrath of God that's coming. The anger that God wrath, his wrath is going to be revealed against unbelievers by letting them go their way and face the consequences, their behavior of their own sin. Listen to Romans chapter 1. Listen, chapter 1, verse 18 to 32. However, the great day of his wrath is going to come, and it's still to come. Listen. His wrath has taken place. It's, it's beginning. And who's, who's going to be able to stand when he comes back? Unbelievers, no matter how strong, you won't be able to stand and be protected if you don't have Jesus Christ in your life. He's the only one that's going to be able to make us stand. It's the only way. He is the only way, Jesus said. Believers, listen. We're in Revelation now, chapter 8, man. And it's cooking. The tribes are saved. They're getting sealed on them. These are the ones who are going to come out of the great tribulation. And they're going to be washed. Listen. The elders were talks in verse 13. Chapter 7, it says, Then one of the elders answers, saying to me, Who are the who are these arrayed in the white robes? Where did they come from? Man, we talked about that. And I said, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation. They're washing the robes and made, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. And He who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger nor any more nor, th nor thirst anymore, and the sun shall not strike them. No, listen to this, nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Believers, listen to me. Jesus Christ wants you to understand that when you're persecuted, because it's coming. It's not a matter of a win. It's a matter of it's not a matter of how. It's a matter of when. When it's coming, it's coming. But don't worry, because Jesus Christ said you will. He will take away every tears that weeps from our eyes. We are going to stand in the presence of Jesus Christ. That's for you persecuted believers out there who are being persecuted right now. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. Christ knows exactly where you're going. And you know where you're going. Hold on fast. Believers, hold fast, please. Time is short. So chapter 8, verse 1 says, When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar, he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. Listen. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thundering, lightnings, and earthquakes. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets pre pre prepared themselves to sound the first 
Angels sounded and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood. And they were thrown to the earth and a third of the trees were burned up and all the green grass was burned up. What does that mean, believers? Listen to this. Well, first of all, there's going to be a silence before the next seal. God's coming back. The seal's going to be open. Listen, believers, the smoke and incense and the prayers of the saints ascended before God from this angel's hand. The angel took the censer, filled it with the fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. Believers, listen. God is going to judge. The judgment of the seven trumpets unfold in a pattern parallel to the unseeing of the seven sealed scroll. Now, believers, we are going to see the trumpet judgments. We are going to see um, God coming. There's going to be thundering earthquakes. This is the sequence of the first four seals that the angels sound. Now, the first four trumpets are rapid succession, but listen to this. You have to understand that in chapter 8, verse 1, it goes on to talk about the seven seals and there was a silence in heaven. And let me get back to that because it's important. You ever get bad news and then you hear the news, but it's silent. It's almost like you really don't want to hear the bad news, <laughs> but it's coming and then it's silent. Or you ever see a tsunami coming down, the, the you know earthquake underneath the ground under the ocean happens and the tsunami comes and everyone's having a wonderful, great time. It's beautiful. Oh, the beach is nice. You know, just the other day I had a dream of a tsunami hitting the world and that's where God told me, Yossi, listen, it's always calm before the storm. Here we have the waters are calm, but then all of a sudden a giant earthquake happens at the bottom of the ocean. Nobody sees and boom, here comes the tidal wave. Listen, this is crazy because in order to understand chapter 8, 1 through 6, you have to understand that the Israelis... And Moses, they had the golden altar. They had before. They had the the they, they burned the incense. They they did it through the uh, halacha, the Judaism way, which was the Moses way. The the temple. They had a certain way. They entered into God's holy synagogue temple, and Moses was to be. The representative. But we can see the shepherd, the real shepherd is Jesus Christ because he's going to lead us to the Holy of Holies. Listen, believers, but in order to understand, you have to understand that the Old Testament, it was used to gather the Lord's people. Look at chat, Numbers chapter 10, verse 7 on up. It's to, It was to assemble the Lord's army. Numbers 10, 9. It was to announce a new king uh, and proclaim the year of Jubilee. Like, like uh, uh, you know, and it's this was the context 
of the sounding of the trumpets. And it was uh, a, you know, this is what we did. This was the, the, the holy of holies. And then that is when the, in verse 4 it says, And the smoke of the, in, the incense and the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises and thundering and lightning and earthquake. Listen, I know you don't understand. You may be lost. But let me explain this to you. This is the seventh seal, preludes to, set to the seven trumpets. Do you understand that God is going to judge the earth? So let me get this to you straight. Okay, let me just cut out all the college and get straight to the heart of it. Okay, basically, a lot of believers, if you don't understand what I'm saying, get go to Google or do what you got to do, but understand this. The first trumpet that's in verse 7 in chapter 8, you're going to see the first angel sounded and hail and fire followed mingled with blood and they were thrown to the earth. And a third of the trees were burned up. And all the green grass was burned up. What does that mean? Simple. When God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis, the first thing that he made was the vegetables, the, the, the greens, the, the, vegeta the vegetable, all the things that we eat to keep us alive. Right? Right. Well, that's the first thing that he's going to judge. He, the plants and the trees, they're all going to be first to go. And that's a third of the vegetation. Secondly, the second trump is going to be, you know, the seas are going to be struck. But listen to this, man, because I'm kind of, I'm telling you, this is going to happen after, uh, you know, we're taken out. That's because Revelation chapter 4 talks about, you know, the door opening. When John saw the door, heaven, heaven opened and, and the door opened, um, we see the rapture. Second trumpet is the seas that are struck. And the second angel sounded in something like a great mountain burning with fire, was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. And a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. A third. You're going to see the ocean destroyed. I can see it now. I won't be here. But the ones who are not saved are going to be stuck here. They're going to be wondering, wow, all this stuff happened. And I really believed that this guy was full of malarkey. We see the world going down fast. And how do I know this? Because listen, believers... We're going to get into this. This is crazy. Listen. Then the third angel sounded and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the water. We see the water being polluted. The name of the star is wormwood. It's bitter. Wormwood. Wormwood is the plant found in the Middle East. We have, a, we have a Middle Eastern plant, okay? It's bitter. But here, it, you know, this term is basically bitterness. It's poisonous plague of the third trumpet. And, and it's, 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 it's a taste of bitterness. 
Many people and, and humans are going to die from the water. It's rapid pollution of the of the third of 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 a third of the world's drinking water. It's going to be a chaotic crisis. You think it's bad now? You think your water's hard now? Oh Lord! Wait till you. It's going to be nasty. I mean, water filters aren't going to even be able to peer it out. You can't clean what God curses. But you can say, look, I want to drink the real water of Jesus Christ, the living water, because he offers living water. And remember while Jesus was waiting for his disciples to return in John 4? Listen, there was a Samaritan woman, okay? She is waiting for... Yeah, Jesus was waiting for his disciples to return. And a Samaritan woman came to the well and Jesus asked her for a drink. And the woman was surprised that Jesus asked her for a drink. And, the, and basically, the you know, you know, she was like tripping on Jesus, man. And, and Jesus said, you know, I'll give you living water, you know. But later, later he told her, you know, if you drink of my water, you'll never thirst again. If you remember that. Jesus was filled with the living water. Jesus said that. Remember that. John 4.14 says, But whoever drinks of the water I give him will never thirst. He'll never thirst. But the water I shall give he will, that, that he, him shall be, you know, in, in him a well of water springing up. Believers, <laughs> believe me, the water is going to be poisoned. Then we see the fourth trumpets, the heaven struck, and then the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars. So a third of them were darkened, and a third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. Non-believers, man, that's gonna, that, that should be scared you enough. And I, and I looked, listen, and I looked, and I heard an angel flying throughout the midst of the heavens, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Basically, there's going to be some more seals, man, and that's going to be in chapter 9. <laughs> These are the locusts that are going to come up from the bottom of this pit, man. <laughs> Scorpions, man, and radical things, bro. Listen, you ain't seen nothing yet. And you may be thinking, oh, you're just trying to scare me. Really? Really? I remember 1995, 1979, 1980. Uh, payphones on the corner. Never seen a day where the world is trying to brainwash our children and reset their brain into thinking the way that they want them to think. Sad. I've never seen it like it is so bad now where... The government, not the government, but whoever it is, the enemy, Satan, is using whatever it is or whoever it is to, yeah, the government, whatever. I don't care. I don't take donations. I don't have a 501c3. Listen, yeah, it's the government part of it. They're being used by the devil. Listen, believers, understand that we're living in the last days. 
Adam and it started from Adam and Eve, and here we are with something else, and it's, it's amazing. Sin has crept in so bad where it's 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 polluted the minds of people. The world is ending. Get ready. Get ready. Because Jesus Christ is in love with you. He's saying, look, drugs aren't going to fill you. Sex ain't going to fill you. Partying ain't going to fill you. Traveling ain't going to fill you. Whatever separates you from the love of Jesus Christ is not going to fill you. It's, it's real. We're living in the last days, believers. And God has held back His judgment in chapter 7. In chapter 8, He's releasing the judgments. These seals are going to happen. If you're a believer, you're not going to experience this. God's going to pass you by. You're going to be caught up, taken away, protected in heaven. The, you know, the saints are going to be let, you know, I mean, you guys are going to be blessed. If you believe, I mean, it's going to happen, man. The seven angels are going to stand before God, the ones in heaven. They're like, like the cherubim, man. They're going to be there. They're the ones in the, by the cherubim in heaven. They're going to, it's, 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 it's the golden altar, man. It's the splendor of the heavenly throne right here in, in chapter eight, verse one through eight, eight and eight. Get it straight. Jesus Christ is coming back, so don't be late. Listen, Christ is in love with you. I'm telling you, believers, non-believers, believers, believe me, you won't be here when this happens. Non-believers, it's going to be scary. This is a love letter because Christ is saying, I love you so much, I'm allowing my word to be shared upon the world before I come back. Look it, get ready, get ready to go home because Christ is getting us prepared for his coming. But we believers have to stay occupied. We have to stay on fire and ready to serve him day and night, no matter what happens. God is going to be there for us because the Bible says that he loves us and he has a plan for us. Listen, believers, Peter said in in second Peter it's, he said in chapter uh, well, in chapter 2, okay, listen to this. Peter was approaching death. In chapter 2, verse 12 says, For this reason I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it's right. It is right. As long as I am in this, in this tent, our body is, you know, our body is a tent, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as the Lord Jesus Christ showed me. Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. Believers, these are the prophetic words of John in Revelation. Okay? We have the prophetic word confirmed. Okay? And we have the confirmation through the eyewitnesses in the accounts of what's going on in this world today. Open your eyes, believers and non-believers, and look what's going on. We're in the last days. 
And I'm telling you right now, we need to understand the power of the Holy Spirit and what he can do in our lives. You're looking at Matthew chapter 24, man. This is what's going on the trumpets. We see this is the end times. Matthew 24, It's that's your homework for believers. Matthew 24 is radical. Matthew 24 explains. Matthew chapter 24, it's so awesome that everybody needs to go back to their Bible and read Matthew 24. This is what we see. We see the parables. We see uh, the destruction of the temple coming. We see the signs of the times when he was on Mount Olives. For, it says, For many will come in my name, saying, I'm the Christ, and will deceive many. It goes on to talk about how they will deliver you up to tribulation, kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because lawlessness is abound, the love of many, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Believers, Jesus Christ is in love with you. Don't worry. God has a plan for you. You need to understand this. We are not going to see the judgments on this earth. But we're, we're starting to see the pains, the birth pains that is happening now. We see the signs. Turn your TV off. Don't watch it no more. It's nasty. Read your Bible. Don't conform to the world. Don't, don't, don't stand up. Stand up for, for what you believe in. Jesus Christ is in love with you. I'm in love with you guys. Well, you may say, you don't know me. If you're my brother in Christ, and even if you're not my brother in Christ, I love you because God has called us to this love. He loves us, believers. Father, we come before you. We thank you for the uh, revelation that you've given us, Father. Lord, I pray now for this country. I pray for the for the children, Lord. Lord, hedge a protection over these children as they go to school. Lord, protect their minds. Father, protect their eyes, their ears. Lord, you, we were made in your image, Father. You made us for a reason, for a season, Father. And you made us to be who we are, who you made us, not what somebody else, Father, wants us to be. So I pray, Lord, by your Holy Spirit that you pour it out upon this world. I pray for your mercy upon this world in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys, and next week we'll cover Revelation chapter 9.